0: What are we yeah. going to talk about today? We're going to talk about acorn tables? Yeah, <laughs> man. Discounted acorn
1: tables. It's Jimmy, come on. You don't need an acorn table. What's wrong with you, son? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want one.
0: I, don't, I do well, I not want one. I do not want one. No, I, I've always wanted one, but I got nowhere to put them. I got too much shit. I got fucking six cars.
1: I got too many fucking things. You got too many things that need help to move. You got to prioritize your stuff, buddy, okay? Listen, an acorn table should be a higher priority than probably 60% of the stuff you have within
2: <laughs>
1: your Fair barn, enough. okay? Fair enough, yeah. Like when you're storing insulation on the barn floor that's supposed to be actually attached to the wall, and you pass and you pass on an acorn table, now we have problems.
0: How did you, did, do you have access to my fucking video camera, to my surveillance camera?
1: Yeah, you remember I did visit, right? Oh, God, that was a year ago. You know, it was a year ago we were together and I got a year's worth of Texas? footage. Really? That was a year?
0: Well, sometime around the 15th of October.
3: True, very true.
0: God, can you believe it's been a year? It yes. has
3: been. It's, y'all, been, y'all are lo- still it's been actually 10. It's been like 10 years.
1: You're still as beautiful as the day I saw you in person. No. Thank you.
3: I don't really no. feel
1: like I look beautiful.
3: No, I'm garbage.
1: Let's be hard on each other. You look like shit. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, when when the answer to the question, when was the last time you shit your pants, was yesterday, you're not doing well.
1: What happened? Oh, what, cheese? Cheese and milk? No. Back no, no, diet? Just,
3: no, just general. General life, oh. pants shitting.
1: Like, do you shit your pants because you don't take time to go to the bathroom, or do you shit your pants because something happens and all of a sudden you're not near enough to one? It's like, you can't even, like, trust a sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) This is like girls that sneeze after they have a baby, and they hold, because they don't want any... Why? We gotta delete that part. (laughs) (laughs)
0: What the fuck are you talking about? No, it would <laughs> come out? Another baby? What would come out?
1: No, All but it. sometimes <laughs> things come out. Like Jimmy, you would have to have had kids to know yeah. that. No, nah.
0: I've,
3: I've bagged off kids. Just a prolapsed uterus.
1: Yeah, I mean, a prolapsed <laughs> right, uterus. I'm bleeding this whole entire thing. section. <laughs> I don't know. It could be informative. Uh, uh, no. Wow. It won't be crazy. Um, yeah, so Jimmy, you know, if you're choosing this, the the um, the insulation over an acorn table, then your thought process is really jacked up. Well,
0: um, you'll be happy to know I'm down to one full roll of insulation on the floor. I have a couple of more pieces to do.
1: Is and it pink good. or brown? It was pink in the beginning, but currently, what color is the insulation?
0: Oh no, it's it's the batting. It looks like uh, brown cotton candy. That's the stuff. That's how it came. Because every
1: cotton candy machine makes brown cotton candy, right? That's my favorite. (laughs)
2: Yeah. You
0: know, like I'm I'm um oh you know, I just got a little weirded out, Eric, in the background is your forklift. I thought it was like way off in the distance and I was like, wait, it should be behind the it should (laughs) be behind the power hammer to be that small. It looks like a full on it looks like it's like on the other side of the yard that isn't existing, but it's only ten inches tall.
1: I did see that myself and wanted to ask you why is it that your kids don't play with that? It's clearly in your shop. Or the kids won't be. Oh. Yes. So you don't, you're not sharing with them these days, or what?
3: No, it's more of a. It'd be more of like a smashing toy.
1: Oh, that's it's, what my kids use mine for.
3: Yeah, like it. It's fun. The most fun is pushing it to its limits.
1: Which is with, about half a pound.
3: Yeah.
0: It it has a it has a little fake tiny little flatbed. The forklift is on its own little flatbed. Is that what I'm looking at? Is that what it looks like?
3: Yes, exactly.
0: And where's the truck?
3: Does it have a little truck or a little? No, fork? it can pull. It pulls the flatbed and has the, like oh, it has <laughs> it has the little toy forklift remote control. It's it actually a metal. really cool
2: forklift.
1: It's a cool yeah.
3: forklift. Yeah, it's metal. Like the t- the tines are metal and the forks, and it can lift like 25 pounds. I think that's it. That's no, cool. it
1: can't. No, maybe no. nine, maybe
3: 10. I don't know. I remember cool? when I bought it. That
0: weighs at least 12 pounds. How much does it weigh?
1: It's cool. It's pretty it, heavy. It's, uh, it's heavy. all they're metal. It's gasp, yeah. yeah, they're needle uh, machines. For
3: interesting. Sure. Yeah, it's fun. But yes, back to acorn tables. Yes. I Do you see have one? About... Do I have one? No.
0: Do you want one? I know a guy that's got ten. I don't. I have no use for one at the moment. Uh, now, uh, Andrew, let me talk to you for a minute. Now, these acorn tables are from a company that are made in Philadelphia. Is it always the same company, or is acorn the name of, like, that style, or is that the name of the source?
1: Acorn is the name of those particular ones. Now, they're not made anymore, but there, are, there is a company that still makes them called Weld Sale, okay? Mm. And they're, stu- they're actually just, like, a replica of acorn. Acorn was the original uh, – Now, I think you
0: told me those acorn tables are basically tiles – that would be on the floor of a shipyard? Is that what you told me that? Did, did I learn that yes, from you? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. And were they ever meant to be tables, or were they just meant to be tiles on the floor, of like just to support millions of pounds of like, equipment?
1: No, I mean, so they, they were always meant to be tables, right? They were, they were welding jig tables. You would put however long and wide the ship was, that would be you know, the format at which you laid these, the, the acorn tables out, and then all of the, the jigs would go into those holes, and you would build the ships on top of them.
0: Oh, so it's like a, it's like a, it's like an erector system. So you could have always have like a jig hole on the floor to prop up a plate or whatever.
2: Yeah. Yes. Wow.
0: I never knew that. Okay. I just thought they were just durable for the floor so that they wouldn't, you know, the equipment could withstand the the weight. The floor could withstand the weight of the equipment. That's what I always assumed. And that, that people started using the holes afterwards, but the holes were always intended to be jigs and clamps and pliers and whatever.
1: Totally, not not pliers
0: so much. But. Whatever I meant to uh, say, vices. <laughs> but let me. You know, it's funny. You never see an acorn table that doesn't look like it was used in a tremendous rock tumbler. Like the ones you have look like they're fresh out of the casting.
1: Yeah, yeah. These are really nice ones. Uh, the, you really only have one way of this. I never see them that are like in between. Right? They're either like really unused or really overused. Right.
0: Overused um, where like there isn't one flat spot on the whole damn thing.
1: Yeah, but the the. The glorious thing about them is they're so thick that you can always have them ground. You could always have a Blanchard oh, to see ground. that yeah, in I that forget.
3: big, the big Blanchard grinder in Dallas with one of those would be cool. Oh,
1: heck yeah! It would, but that grinder would, dwarf, I mean, it would dwarf that thing. I like guess I know, but where else? Where else are you gonna do it? Yeah, right. Now
0: is uh, is it, uh, those tables are cast cast steel or cast iron? Like you wouldn't really want to hammer on them, could you or would you?
1: You could, but it would not be advisable. No,
0: you could still crack them if you were really working at home. Oh yeah,
1: I've seen them cracked before several times.
0: Now, do you want to tell everybody listening at home where you got them and how many you have?
1: Well, I bought ten out of uh, Alabama, right near Birmingham, Alabama. This guy, this guy, randomly, actually a, a follower on Instagram, I think worked at this facility, and the the way I understood it was, this the company sold. But the guy that ran the metal shop had all his own equipment there. When the company sold, he was still going to work there, but the company wanted to buy all new stuff. So he was, like, stuck with all his things that he had had over 30 years and was like, what do I do with them? Fast forward, I talked to him for, like, two months, and he never could come up with a price. And then he called me on Thursday and was like, I got to have these things out of here by Sunday.
0: Yeah, defer to my first offer.
1: (laughs) And he – Yeah, and he was like, I, can you help me out? And I was like, Yeah, I mean I could have a truck there tomorrow. It's not a problem. And so we made a deal and I bought ten uh ten acorn table or seven acorn tables, well two welding mach- or one well two seven acorn tables, one welding machine, a bender, a saw, I mean, on the list is on and on and on.
0: When you say welding machine, what what machine is it? Is it a <laughs> it's
1: a Miller three fifty P. Oh, it's and like it- a welder. Yeah, welder. Right, and um,
0: do you have all every? Why didn't you buy all ten? Didn't you know that I wanted one?
1: Oh, Jimmy, whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, why didn't you? Why didn't you buy all ten? What did the guy want? I bought three.
1: There was was seven. There was only seven. Oh, but a minute ago you said ten. Well, there was three five by eights. And originally, he told me there was ten, and I think he was confused. I don't know what his deal was, but
0: so how big are the ones you have? They're five by eights, or they're they're five by fives?
1: Three five by eights and four <gasps> five by fives. <gasps> expensive to ship. You won't <laughs> Jimmy.
3: Just just make one,
1: Jimmy. Did you one. not just get a free gift from me already? You did. <laughs> I did. I did.
0: <laughs> you sent me. A floor crane. Now, do we know what brand it is? Is it like a Franklin or? Because I've been looking them up and I've been finding different names, and I don't know. I can't find the name on it. It's a D God. brand.
1: No, I think that's a Canton. Um, by the shape of the wheels and the way the brake works, but right. I honestly have not looked at it that close. And, and by the way, I haven't officially said that like this is it's a mine. gift for you. But now, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how else. To draw it out any further, because I really do want you to have it. So
0: merry Christmas. Well, thank you very much. Well, yes. just send me the bill. I'll I'll, I'll pay for it. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I don't. Think you, I don't. I actually don't think you will want to do that.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. It's like the ultimate sales pitch. It's like just plant an object at somebody's place, make it it's a gift, and then say the truck's coming tomorrow if you want it. it <laughs> PayPal. No, pay yeah. no,
1: no I want you to have it. I mean uh i asked chris uh chris cash picked it up for me right yeah and floor crane we're talking about a floor crane and the thing is what 10 12 feet tall it's about nine one?
0: feet tall yeah it's about nine feet tall yeah i almost tipped it over twice so far so yeah
1: yeah oh great Okay, the thing, if you've almost dipped it over twice, then maybe it's not the best tool for you. <laughs> I
0: know, because I'm wrenching on it with the long pipe wrenches, and I'm pulling. I'm like, shit, oh. that's going easy, and then I look at the thing, and it's, like, coming at me. I was like, whoa. I, I was, like, pulled a – I put a big pipe on the pipe wrench, and I pulled on it. I'm like, whoa, shit, is it loose? And I look, and the whole thing is moving at me.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, you know – you well, I'm not going to get into the, the to, to the gravity and all that with you because you're old enough. You should know. No, I, I,
0: I, now I'm cranking it in the direction of the ground on the pedestal side. So I was pulling it away from its back and literally pulling it off its, you know, onto
1: its, right. onto its butt, if you could imagine. Are, were you doing this to try to get it to come undone or what?
0: Or yeah, you yeah got no, it at- I got it to move about an inch. The top, the little gear is, is free. The um, big gear is still giving me trouble. Drum gear, yeah. Yeah, so the drum gear, yeah, it's giving me a little bit of trouble. I got it to move about an inch. I'm still soaking it. I'm using Gibbs and, you know, everyone's telling me put Crisco oil with transmission fluid and spit and Jaguar semen. That's the only way I use it. And some other guys say, I got to use toe sweat and, uh, you know, kerosene. That's the only way to do it. Everyone's got their only way to do it. I feel like Like,
3: the Jaguar
1: semen always, always is good for me.
3: Those are the best. Like it's stuck with 1,200,000 pounds of force. Let me switch to a different penetrating oil. (laughs) (laughs) you know what i think it
1: is i don't remember having taken one of those apart before but i do recall another drum like that and the bearings i think are actually like dowel pins right so if you can imagine having instead of like round ball bearings they're they're longer shaped like a pencil you know
0: it's what it's it's not pin bearings i think is what they'd be called Uh, these are it's got babbit it's got babbit on both on both rollers
1: on the shaft, but what about the drum? Like
0: they're both there's babbitt on both of them. Huh. I could send you detail pics later, but yeah, it's like a. It's big... It's
3: weird it like to have babbitt that stuck.
1: No, babbitt yeah. doesn't get stuck. By the way, that's what I there's mean. Something else, Jimmy. There's something like, did you you know the little the little claw that that keeps the gear from going round and round? Did you? Yeah. Did you, I wonder if the yeah. shaft is bent. If the shaft is bent, is that
0: what it is? That's what that's just, supposed to be out of the way of the gear.
1: Yeah, you can't have that there. <gasps> of ratchet pole no it's out of the way
0: (laughs) of course it is. i mean i might be stupid i'm not that stupid
1: uh well some may. (laughs) That's debatable Debatable. Um, yeah yeah no it's uh excuse me abbott doesn't get
0: uh, rust doesn't really necessarily adhere to babbitt i know it's it's that's why the top one is free the bottom one is just not free yet
1: we got the top one free fairly quickly but how I, I'll send you guys a picture. Did they weld it somewhere where you haven't seen it? As like a joke. No. The jokes on you. Huh? Merry Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he sent it, he sent it to you to fix.
0: <laughs> well, could you tell me the history of it? Where was it found? I'll tell you something funny afterwards, but tell me where it was found. And then how did it get to New York? I mean, obviously Chris brought it, but how did uh, it uh
1: there was a man I received an email from? Stand by, please, and I'll find it. And his name is Joe Deathly, and uh, he's a school teacher, and he collects stuff. And he reached out to me via email, and he said, "Hey, I got one of these cranes that you're obsessed with. Would you be interested in buying it?" And I said, "Yes." And he told me a price, and I said, "No."
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like a month went by, and he was like, "Hey, I was, I still have that crane. Would you be interested in buying it?" And I said, "Yes." And he told me the price again, and I said, "No." And this went on and on for a little while, and then he finally decided to sell it to me. And so it came from – let me see. It is a Canton. Let's see. Um, where does this guy live? I, f- I forget where he lives. Anyways, this Pennsylvania. Matter.
3: I'm just guessing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's from Ohio himself.
0: Oh, fiddlesticks.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I can't find it because because I'm now under pressure to find it that's right that's what you get that's what you get. He writes but at like least really lengthy
3: emails like come on dude, but Jimmy, what are you gonna do with it once it's fixed?
0: <clears throat> oh, I want to ask you guys is this blasphemy or is this just me being creative? If I take it because it doesn't have any logos or anything on it it has a couple of numbers you know the casting numbers that are embedded in it with nice fat serif font, like from the turn of the century. Right. If I, in a, in a really period time piece font, write Duresta industrial East New York, 1897, or some bullshit down the whole side. Like you would see. And I laser cut it out of like eighth inch plastic, glue it all on there, flood it with like thick oil paint. And then, Gold leaf that, or gold, gold, so it looks like it was made in the casting, but it says right. modern stuff on it. Would okay. that be? Would that be okay? Can I just
1: before we answer this or before I answer this, can I just say like, <laughs> I feel like the whole time you're trying to get me to buy into this shit. Like you, you're so like, nice. it, I'm going to use this font and use this font, and then you you use the word plastic, and you realize that that was a terrible, terrible <laughs> idea to suggest plastic. So then you say, I'm going to cover it in gold leaf and lacquer it so it looks like metal, and then you're like, you just you're just you're grinding it. The answer is, I think that would be pretty awesome. I
0: think <laughs> it's going to look great because I mean, it's not a museum piece. It's you know, it's going to get used once we get. Oh yeah, circle. you need, we'll need to use it. it.
1: You got to use it,
0: sure. And you know, and and so the reason the reason I'm thinking because a it'll look great in videos, and then you know eventually the TV show is shooting here, and it'll look great on camera. It's obviously a little bit of an opportunity for branding, and it it and it gives it some meat and potatoes for a good video, like a video that, and then for the purists. It gets gives them a B in their bonnet, a bunched up panties, so that they can go in the comments. You just ruined a piece of American history by putting your <laughs> stupid logo on it. You know that kind of stuff. So it's a little no, bit. No, I of think a, it'll you
1: know, look it'll look cool because especially if there's not one there already, because that's exactly where those companies, you know,
0: yeah, cast it has it doesn't, it doesn't say anything
1: stuff. on it, which is amazing right. to me because you know
0: to miss an opportunity for branding at the turn of the century is just funny to me that somebody would miss that opportunity. You know,
3: right? Can I suggest? No, I think it's good. Yeah, something for texture after you three D print it, and like yeah. sand it smooth. Right. If you want it, you want it to match casting. Go with yes. like the roughest grit sandpaper you have. Right. And put it on top of the letters and hammer the grit into the plastic.
0: Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm gonna. What I'll, I'll, I'll probably, it You know what I might even do because occasionally now, guys, tell me if you think this is true. Occasionally, when you see a casting, you could see a slight bit of telegraphed of wood from you know because sometimes they would change the name or the logo quickly on it i think i've seen wood like grain not that i would make it explicit but i might laser cut the letters out of like a thin plywood and then obviously primer them a few times but then you know make it look do my best to make it seem as though it was integral in the casting but if yeah. i did it in wood and a little bit of the grain showed through it
3: would you still make it make it look rough yeah and that's it
0: yeah
1: that's so let's work on i mean you know
3: i have 12 no i have 16 grit sandpaper <laughs> that That's i use yeah mat. it's it's ridiculous that i have a roll of it that i bought years ago that i use specifically to make like bondo or something look like cast if needed
1: Dude, yes. well, how do you get how do you make 16 grit you like get 3m spray and spray it on a piece of tape and then get sand from the kids play box and literally it's
3: some guy hand glues rocks to paper
1: <laughs>
0: pebbles yeah you guys want to know a funny story i have pebbles uh, when when i was a, a kid my bro we had a, a, a what do you call them a blue pebbles those you know blue stone pebble driveway growing up when i was a kid and okay. my brother i was about three or four years old i was the youngest of three boys and my sister was younger than me this is, might have been before she was born my brother's said, pick up those pebbles and shove them up your nostrils. So I shoved my nostrils, both my nostrils, full of blue stones from the driveway just to please my older brothers. And then I went inside and showed my mom, and my mom panicked. And she called the doctor, and she's like, what do I do? My son filled his navel cavity with rocks. And uh, she she said, well, try this. Sprinkle pepper in his face and make him sneeze.
2: And that actually
0: worked. My mother made me sneeze like 15 times until I sneezed all the rocks out of my nostrils. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good lord only in, I, I saved mean, them and it's <laughs> oh, okay. 16 grit sandpaper out of it yeah nice that's what it's made <laughs> out of
1: in today's world you definitely have child protective services calling you for that
0: oh boy and then another time in the same driveway my we had this door that swings out for some reason in most houses the door swings in but we always had this door that swung out and when i was a little kid we'd stand on the top stoop and hold both handles inside and outside of the doorknob and swing back and forth. Like put your feet on the top step and just swing back and forth on the door. And you're hanging out in space as a little kid, which now it's only like three feet off the ground. But I was swinging, 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 and one of my hands slipped off the doorknob. And my body did like a 180 face plant against the sidewalk. And I came up, and one of the bluestones was stuck between my front teeth.
1: Oh, Really? Damn!
0: <laughs> I was about eight, seven or eight, um, and my mother brought me to the yeah. dentist. She said she couldn't pull it out; she couldn't sneeze it out either. I couldn't sneeze it out. Yeah. Brought me to the doctor, and the doctor yanked out my front tooth. He said it's the first one; the second one will come in shortly. So I, for like three or four years of pictures, I'm missing my front tooth. Smooth. Because, yeah, because I Smooth fell move. face down onto the sidewalk and accepted a rock between my two front teeth. And that's I did no a similar thing, thing, but I, I jumped off of my
1: parents' bed. And landed on my front teeth, so I, I like for three or four years I had no front teeth as a kid.
0: Yeah, same with me. yeah. Interesting. And then I made 16 grit sandpaper.
1: Yeah. Oh, even better. Even
3: better. I wonder if is there lower grit? Like I'm sure there's low, there's
1: one the One grit. Maybe? Where's
3: that guy that's the world's loudest whisper from Ferd to tell me about abrasion?
1: <laughs> John Thompson.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's. That, okay when when uh zach like zh fabrication zach when he yeah. uploaded that live stream of that might be my favorite video of 2020 <laughs> yeah, okay, i love it i love it so He's much. such
0: a character which is amazing john john thompson uh he works for ferd and he knows the line he's he's been in the abrasive industry for like 30 years he knows everything and him and yeah. his son make custom cars like top-line yeah. beautiful like roadsters so he's, he's a really skilled dude welder machinist and he knows everything about abrasives and when i first met him he was about a hundred pounds heavier and he reminded me of chris farley he lost he looks great now he lost a lot of weight and he's in much better health than when i first met him a couple years ago at FabTech. and he reminded me of chris farley you know in, in a van down by the river and uh he's just, he's, just an amazing, he's an amazing like midwestern salesman that knows the product line yeah he's and literally he sounds was, like he
3: knows everything
0: oh and he was the guy who was on my my mind zach and uh, paul pinto and a few other guys he was doing like an east coast tour and he knows everything about everything like he tells you how to hold the, the the grinder how to pull like these grits you pull those grits you push never push yeah. this He's just amazing. Like yeah. He knows all the instructions that are never, ever told to you by any of
3: these I need to companies. You, uh, okay, two questions. Actually, let's just narrow down to one. Do you want to share some of the knowledge you learned quickly to people listening in terms of, like, one example of something that most people do wrong?
0: Well, uh, uh, yeah, well, with, that's always pull. And then, like, for instance. Like, this on, is pull one, on what? Like, if you're using, like, a, a grinding, a grinding pad, always pull on it. Like an angle grinder. Yeah. And then, for instance, when you're – we were trying to – this is a big mistake a lot of people make. I was aware of it, but he taught it to me, but I was also already personally aware of it. When you're angle grinding, you go up and stop and come back, and then up and then stop and then come back. At each end, you're making it cut twice as deep. So when you can see somebody like an amateur that's been grinding, the top of the – where their arm stops and then turns the direction – you always see a deeper grind there because you're pausing for a second and people don't realize that. So he said always pull and then stop and then grab and pull again. Lift it up. Don't go up. Always pull down, pull down, pull down. It's an easy way to fade stuff in. So like for instance, I was using the big like uh, Eastwood makes this thing. I don't even know what it is. Eastwood makes it. My friend who owns a company called The Restore makes the same one. And then uh, Ferd makes the same one. It's like a big drum sander on the end of this... Like, it's like a chainsaw-style thing, but it has a drum sander on it. And we were using that to fix up those cast-iron thirty sixty triangles that we got last year at yeah. Ron's place in Saugerties. And uh, he he was explicitly saying, like, because my buddy came over and he was doing it. He's like, no, 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 no. Start at the top, pull down. Start at the top, pull down. Don't go back and forth. And, you know, that's, that's a common mistake that most people make, especially if you go, like, and I learned it as a kid with the belt sander. When you're going side to side with a belt sander, if you're doing woodwork. Yeah. If you go side to side, both sides, the left and the right side, are gonna always be deeper. You gotta be really cognizant to not, if you're gonna sand, just pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Right. You know, or just be conscious or go past where you need to sand so you don't, if you're putting a divot, put it where you don't need it. Makes Thank sense. So, yeah,
1: this is, is all in regards to using me. a flat disc?
0: Uh, a flat disc or a drum
3: sander or anything, you know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I need to know all of the secrets. Yeah. Well, I need the wire to, wheeling I, secrets.
1: You'd have to get all, well, the wire wheeling secrets are stay out of the way of the thing. And make sure you're on the receiving end of it jerking around because it's cool. another, he would
3: he would be like this is on a drill press so i'm immediately turning around and never coming back here
2: right
0: no, honestly you know another really important thing that he always says like every single time he grabbed the grinder or whatever it was we were demonstrating he made sure it was at the right speed you know we just have it up at seventy thousand rpms no matter what yeah. we do and then never That's even cool. think about it he always made sure he could lower the speed especially on a lot of the wire wheel stuff. It, it's intended to be... Yeah, used you don't need the the little wires literally flying into your face all day. You guys remember a couple of weeks ago when I got the flatbed, one of the first things I did is I cleaned off both... The rear rims were really rusty. So I cleaned them off and they gave me this diamond <laughs> cup brush. It's a diamond-tipped cup brush. They make their own diamonds at Ferd. And this oh. diamond-tipped cup brush is like a 100 maybe a couple hundred dollars. I forget. And it will eat anything. And I was using the thing. It's got like one inch things on it, and it's really meant for low speed. I didn't realize right. it. I was using it inside the, it immediately got rid of anything inside those those, those rims. And I'm working it, and I'm like, God, why do both my arms hurt? I felt the things hitting me, and I was uh, u- using it like 65,000 RPMs. I should have been using it <laughs> like 4,000 RPMs. And, I, and like, later on, I take off my overcoat when I was, I was wearing like a welding jack, I take it off, and literally sticking through my forearms in like five spots on both forearms, is these one-inch things. And yeah. I pulled them, and they were punctured into my skin by at least like an eighth of an inch, in some cases, three-eighths of an inch. <laughs> they were literally like punctured in like, like yeah, needles. Like like my, my yeah, like My forearms look like pin. Yeah, my forearms look like pinhead. And they were so punctured into my skin that when I took off my overshirt, they pulled through the fabric and didn't pull out of my skin. And I'm like, look oh, at them that's like, nice. whoa. I had to pull each one out and like literally grit my teeth and yank, 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 yank.
1: And that is was, not good. This is like a taser.
0: Yeah, well, that was because I was using these I was using this cup slow brush. Down. Yeah, slow down. Too too fast. And that's did you have big, on,
1: uh, did you have on jorts?
0: No, no, I had on I had on <laughs> je, I had on my my jeans and uh yeah. My jeans. Sure. My jeans. Your jeans jorts. <laughs> jorts. That's the next line on the
3: Duresta makewear. <laughs> jorts. It's it's <just> tactical jorts. <laughs> With yeah. forty-seven pockets,
2: yeah, no, uh,
3: actually, it's where utility the, the utility. Yeah, it's it's where the internal pockets are longer than the actual jort.
2: It's beautiful. Go, it's beautiful. It's just
3: gorgeous. So you have quick access to the internal pockets from the outside. So okay, the diamond brush reminds me of something that I want to ask you guys about. Not that you will know or not, but uh, I need to find. A sim- maybe not simpler, but a kind of a faster solution to remove mill scale off mm-hmm. of steel on yep. mass uh, for like for rented. a five foot by eight foot sheet? No, for wrench blanks that are laser cut. or the whole sheet before it gets done. I don't know. Currently, I am buying you know hundreds of pounds of raw citric acid powder. Adding that oh wow. adding that to water. And, and just, it works, uh, it works fine because we need, we need something like I could buy way more aggressive acid and it would work much quicker, but just in the work environment, uh, I, I don't want to keep, you know, like 4,000 gallons of nitric acid around. Can't that. you
0: use like a red, like a red Scotchbrite on a, like a two by 72 grinder? It won't get it off.
3: No, 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 nowhere. It's not as efficient.
0: What about it uh, it like may. a, a one hundred grit sanding pad? No, you you don't want sanding. Yeah, but we're we're talking
3: a thousand wrenches both sides.
1: Right. Manual so labor
3: one, cost would be too much.
1: Once you buy a uh, a deburring conveyor, yeah, time saver.
3: Yes, I've seen those. I have. You could
0: Cont- put like five, you could just keep adding them to it. I've like contacted them.
3: It's essentially like a, a drum sander or like yeah. a wide belt sander. You contacted I've them? I've thought about that.
1: You, ones that. you won't do
3: it? No, I've just contacted them for like a, a quote and if this is actually a good solution. And they're not uh, the the best solution for removing mill scale because the the sanding belts just basically... Are useless uh, after a very short amount of time. Mill scale is yeah. incredibly hard, so right. I'd be burning. I'd be burning through belts like crazy. Can you fly cut it? Well, you could like machine the mill scale, but then I got machining time and carbide tooling cost increases. Yeah. Well, so right now, it? like the acids, a the best. Laboratory. I have tried that. I have one. Um, work. It works. It's just. Uh, Slow and deburring media is uh, expensive.
0: What about uh, so the mill scale? Once the mill scale is deteriorated or or absolved, does it look like uh cold rolled? Is that what the finish looks like?
3: Exactly, yeah. uh, it's what just about a nice feel. Um, cold rolled sheets of what we're doing, it's too expensive. You mean the
0: um, does it offset the cost of processing no. it after it's cut?
3: No, that's why I don't know. It, I, I guess the acid is the industry standard for a reason. Like, it just has to be that way. It's just, um, I don't know, just kind of messy and not, not you know, the greatest. The time saver thing would be cool, but it has like a, a part size limit before you have to put things in jigs. And it may or may not come out looking nice. It'd be good once I remove the scale. Then it'd be totally fine. Um, what about your yeah,
1: uh, sandblast it. cabinet?
3: <laughs> I've thought about that too. That sandblasting works. Uh, it's just more time. I think the labor cost is too much.
1: I mean, really, you just are going to have to spend more money. I think.
3: Yes. Well, I can just leave it at it, as is. You can get what's called like pickled and oiled sheets of plate, yep.
2: yeah. which, so are, dirty. which
3: are which are. Which are fully dunked in acid and then oiled, and that would be uh, a fine solution. But they're still—it doesn't offset. It's still more costly. So I don't. I, I guess we just stick with the acid then. So you knew okay. the answer when you started. No, Good question. No, I just—I just don't even. <laughs> I thought you might have some magical other ideas.
0: But, you uh, know, I mean, it know. seems like a time saver would be the thing, you know, if you but right, the, I know like it seems I'm all just laying side by side so that where one ends, there's already another one beginning. So you don't end up with like a, you know, snipe divot. Yeah, totally. 100%. It's just
3: like, if you try and remove mill scale with like, uh, aluminum oxide, normal sand belt, it, it's, it's like, it's gonna polish the mill scale.
0: Yeah, I suppose you need yeah. like
3: you need the ceramic belt. You need to run it at a faster speed, which the machine can't <laughs> go, and blah blah blah. Uh, so yeah, it's when I, I process the ice picks,
0: they all come out of the factory with you know the 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 hex rod comes out straight out of whatever tooling makes it. So it's it's always a little bit rough, and it's a little it's extruded or whatever compressed into that shape. The I guess brass. kind of, it, yeah. I guess it's cold rolled into that shape. I don't know how they make it, but it's uh, it always has the extrusion streaks on it. So I always have to, I always have to put them on the uh, three. What the, the hell is it called? Scotch Scotchbrite. I use the blue Scotch Scotchbrite because it's less aggressive. But that polishes yes. them. Each one of them up. Yes. look at split. Yes. So, when I, so when every I one of them has to go all six sides. So I go boom. When I make I,
3: solid brass wrenches, I will do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there is there is those up. Uh, those wheels that have the little tines on them, that it, that would work really well. They come in blue. They come in blue and yellow and something else. You know the 3M wheels? I think we've talked about this before. Oh got yeah, yeah. The rubber discs. On them.
2: yeah, yeah, the
1: rubber discs. Yeah, yeah, they work really well for that. But man, they hurt. Really they br- hurt when they come flying That's, off there. Ugh. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, bristle discs. Bristle. They look like yeah, they look something like, like that. They, uh, yeah, those are another thing too. You have to put them at the right speed, otherwise they just blow apart. But the yeah, good I thing about them. it. Yeah, the good thing about it is when there are no bristles on it, it still works <laughs> because the, it's embedded in the in the plastic. I mean, obviously, you really want to go and get yourself. Have right you thing. seen those those like laser rust removers?
1: Oh, is dude, I will so bad. Yeah, they
3: they exist. That would be that would be the uh, also a solution. You could lay them down flat and just literally burn. Just yeah, burn but now, no that's like off.
1: the most expensive solution ever.
3: Uh. Mm-hmm. Yes, those things are like
1: seventy thousand. I think to yes, one they're idea. like
3: fifty thousand dollars to get. Those like the ray out. guns,
0: or or just like a conveyor belt machine, or either one. Well, think think of it like that.
3: It's a handheld, like thousand. Oh, I don't know, five hundred watt fiber laser. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like cut the
0: tip of your feet off and be like, oops. Yeah, you can get
3: like you can get like a fifty watt fiber
1: laser for like five to ten thousand, maybe.
3: Jesus. So you know, Jimmy, it's...
1: the only question I have is when you were making the Nyx custom boots knife for yes, your, sir. your boots, you were putting the leather strap some bitch on the uh on the brass there. Yeah. And you had the uh rotary die filer in your hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. From Ferd.
1: And you cut wood; those wood screws off the back. Like, why did you use those wood screws? And did when you were knocking down the burr of the of the wood screw, did you accidentally hit the edge of the thing, of uh, the brass?
0: I did hit the brass a little bit because it jumped off it. I used uh, because I didn't want to. I I didn't want to use the um, the tap because it's brass. Brass in a way is like a, is like a hard wood, so I got it close. I, I drilled the hole through the leather through the brass. And then I used a wood screw. <laughs> He's chasing a fly like a cat the whole time. Andrew's, like, talking. <laughs>
2: um,
0: so I I thought those were really brass screws. So when I went to hit them with the die the die grinder, the angle grinder, they were ended up being steel brass-coated screws. So it was a little uh, bit – I thought I was just going to go, oh, and to make them just obliterate. And then I was going to peen them over, which is why I wanted to use. So – that's I, a I super should've...
1: cool knife. Super cool knife.
0: Thank you. I, I honestly thought I was gonna get tons of hate mail for that stupid you know, it's like who are you to think of something outside the box? This is this is my world. I'm a bushcraft guy. You can only make a knife that slips in from the top. You know, I really oh, expected sorry. I really expected a lot of hate mail. The video is like gonna break seven hundred thousand views today or tomorrow. It's crazy anything you got if you have a knife in the thumbnail or
3: a gun, like things yeah. are gonna get clicked.
0: And it's even a crappy thumbnail. I was going to maybe change it, but I'm just going to leave it So, as th- is. therefore, the next project is you
3: attach the knife. To a gun. To a gun and yeah. then to your leg. Yeah. Or make it a gun boot.
1: Yeah. If you were really bad at it, you would just attach the knife to your actual leg. Yes. Yeah,
0: well, I, the next version, I talked to the guys at NYX and they said they wanted to try and actually process and develop a real boot knife that they could make and sell. And so I said, like, you know what, let me do a traditional-looking knife, and then I'll do like a skeletal-style knife, which is going to be the second video. So the I was going to do a traditional-style knife that just slipped into a sheet, and I kind of combined both ideas in the first video. And, I mean, they're happy the video's doing well, so they, they don't care what the hell. I mean, it kind of went outside the original... A plan but they don't give a shit they're happy yeah, and so the second super one
1: nice people super nice people
0: oh yeah they're great they're great and so the second video i'm going to kind of do a water jet cut on my little tiny water jet and by the way a lot of people ask me if i ever got my water jet i've mouthed off a few months ago the with a discount the water jet that i wanted the 4x4 from flow would have been one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. so that's with a discount so i'm gonna hold off until i finish my horse <laughs> <Yeah. barn. laughs> And my horse field and my horse barn and all that other bullshit I started. So maybe in a year and a half from now, unless I get a windfall. But I still do want a water jet. I do definitely want a water jet. How many uh, horses
3: uh, do you own? Now? Everybody wants a water jet.
0: I have uh, one horse that Taylor owns fully, completely without me. She paid for it completely on herself, on her own. And she pays for the boarding all by herself. Everybody, like, pulls me aside at these things. They're like, dude, I hope you have a horse. I'm so sorry for you, man. It's like... I'm like no 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 no, it's,
2: it's not my it's Taylor's horse. Like she pays for
0: the.
3: I'm
2: stuff. So, I'm you so sorry, I, I'm sorry you for your I'm, loss. Do
0: they think that I'm burdened like with Taylor's hobby. This is Taylor's <laughs> hobby. She does this yeah. all on her own. You know to clarify, it's yeah. funny. I really had that conversation. With a couple guys like, yo, dude, my ten year old daughter wants a horse. <sighs> what a
1: nightmare. You know that's what everybody tells me. It's so funny. Well, yeah, I don't think a horse would actually burden you with as many animals as you have floating around there already. And people, good God, what's another one going to hurt?
0: Really- yeah, right. And then we're going to get a donkey because the horse needs a friend, and then we're going to get a cow uh, because the, the donkey needs a friend, and then the cow's going to need a friend. And then we're going to get a goat, and then the goat's oh. going to need a friend. So we're going to get a goose, and the goose is right. going to need a pond, and then the pond's going to need fish, you know. And then uh, then we're going to need frogs
1: because the frogs you need do to salt water, and then have some like shrimp lobster in there that's that's cool. at least you know what your life is destined to be like for the from here on <laughs> out farmer jimmy
0: but yeah. you know it's funny it, it, it this morning <laughs> i woke up uh, uh my buddy ryan's been staying with me and he's he's like he's quiet as a mouse he doesn't make any disturbance i never know when he's here when he's not here he's a great house guest and uh, he texted me at three in the morning he says are you up i think there's a baby chicken in the incubator so he was in the machine shop at like three in the morning doing something and I went out there this morning and said, Willie, I think we have a baby. We walked out to the machine shop, and there was a tiny little baby chicken. So
1: cute. So, so cute. Just Did it, it make you want to have chicken for lunch?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I do I do want to get some crispy chicken sandwich. That's what I'm going to do after this. <laughs> this is the first time we're, like, recording in the middle of the day.
2: Like, I know. I had to,
0: like, tell everybody, like, two hours, guys, don't bug me. i got to go do a podcast. That's- Typically, we do it in the middle of the night when there's, like, nobody else around anyway. Yeah.
1: No, it's yeah. nice. it's
3: uh no one's yawning. That's cute. Why don't you open a shrimp farm?
0: That's Who, we're working on it. We're making a shrimp house. That's the next thing we're gonna build.
3: A shrimp. I just saw uh so there's Canada's first shrimp farm in Ontario.
1: Oh wow. Really? Yes. Is it next like to one of the wheat farms?
3: It just makes no sense, but they got like a license and a permit to to set it up, and it's all indoors. Obviously, it's just uh, so weird. Like Canadian shrimp, you want some Canadian shrimp?
0: Not really. Grown in the middle of the country, not necessarily <laughs> near the ocean. Just like the middle of the. So weird.
1: Eric, you know, did you get your ice set up? Ice. Your vice. vice? No, uh, January. He's got yeah. a schedule. Why did I even send that to you? <laughs> January?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to. That's, gonna, I'm that's not even pretty much. Ask that's that's the schedule. That. Uh, yeah. I can't accomplish more than one task per day, oh, basically. Okay. I have too many nice. things. Still have real job. So there's just no. There's no time. I have it on the floor, so it's a floor vice right That's now. That's
1: gonna do a lot of good.
3: Yeah, uh, and I still I'll just be using like my pattern maker's vice while I hold off on building that. It's because I want to rebuild that whole table out of steel. I do have the plate, the steel plate for it. I just need to buy the metal tubing and fabricate it, and that will be it. And then the vice
1: will sit very centrally in place. A guy uh, contacted me yesterday, sent me some pictures. He was like, would you be interested in this table? And I wrote him back, and I said, absolutely, 100%. What's the deal with it? He said, well, it's five foot. No, it's it's eight feet wide and 20 feet long, two-inch thick steel. It weighs over over 10,000 pounds. And I said, "I go, what's the price? And he goes, it's free. All you have to do is come get it. (laughs) And I was like, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, you have to. That's what I'd love,
3: personally, uh, but I have no way of moving that into my workshop currently. So it's not you can happening. Put it in the driveway.
1: Just put it in the driveway.
3: I just put it in the back. Yeah, you could do that. Just as part of the backyard
0: accents.
2: Yeah, be cool. uh, hey, oh, uh,
0: do you live on enough uh, land mass where, like, plopping like a power hammer out in the backyard is not going to annoy the neighbors? No.
3: I will immediately annoy everyone. <laughs> the HOA will
1: be up your ass right off the bat?
0: Are you in an HOA? Don't tell me. No,
3: you're in an Jesus, HOA. no.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I don't even know. Does, that ex-
0: does that even exist in Canada? I don't even know. Probably not, because you guys are too smart to realize that that would be a complete nightmare. Well, maybe. I don't even know.
3: I just don't know. But, uh, no, there's no room. Like, maybe in the, in the wrench workshop, we could put something like that. But, no, I'm just going to bolt it... To the floor, and that will be the
1: securing. You let's do something is. fun. We need to do something fun. Let's travel and go do something. Oh yeah, way. let's go. Let's all go. Eric, are you ready? Can we you get Canada? We got to do
0: like another power hammer class, like we did. Yeah, I can't Australia. even
3: can't yeah. even cross the border. Okay, you still can't. No, neither can you. Like into well, Canada.
1: I'm from Texas. I can go wherever I want.
3: <laughs> That's true. You can. You can. That's true. I forgot. We can get COVID if I want. Yeah. yeah, I forgot the Texas.
0: Yeah, uh, that's the disappointing part. I'm going to be busy for a month. I'm going away on Sunday. I'm going to California Just for, living the dream. for four weeks to go shoot the Making It Season 3. Four Ooh. weeks? That's, kinda, yeah. that's a long time to be gone. Dude, I know. I mean, I haven't traveled since March 5th. That's the last time I was away in Kansas, yeah. and now I'm going away, but... You know, it's we were supposed to do this in May, and then it got pushed to July, and then from July it got pushed here, and I'm still. Today is Wednesday. I'm waiting for them to call and tell me it's called off, but I got my tickets last night. Everything's set in motion. We'll see.
1: that will be be fun. It's gonna be be fun. You'll be bored ninety percent of the time.
0: No, well, you know what? They're sending me a, a late. They're sending me a. There's going to be a CNC machine on set, so I get to play with that, which is going to be fun. Need, I can make up. Tell more. them, tell them you need a water jet. Oh, I know, I know. I, uh, believe me, <laughs> <laughs> never thought about that angle. This no, season so,
3: is only steel plate.
0: Well, they're they're, laser, they're they're lending the the CNC machine from ShopBot. is It's a loaner, so it's a it's a, a two by three table, so it's plenty to do on it, and the. Uh, the the guys from the leather company are sending over some stuff to keep me busy. I'm, I'm going to be making videos if I can. And I wanted to. Have you guys seen recently I made a Maloof rocking chair, Maloof-inspired yeah. rocking chair, like a sculpted rocking chair. It's on the Rockwood me. channel. Thank you. Thank you. It was a big accomplishment for me. I told them, hey, guys, let me make one of these on set so they can kind of keep tuning in to me. But the, the, the primary focus is just to keep me busy so I have something to focus on. So I might, I might, might, I might make a rocking chair on set if they let me. Yeah, it's That'd just,
3: cool. just a bit you know, I'm filming a TV show, but I'm bored. I might as well just make a rocking chair. You got nothing nothing else going
0: on. Yeah. Well, you know, this because <laughs> <laughs> that took me, like, all in if I didn't have any breaks or separations. I would have been finished with that in about seven days, six days. So I told them, I'm like, hey, if we're going to have four weeks to kill time. There's going to be a lot of downtime. Yeah. I'll make a rocking chair, a boat cnc up some new products it'll be fun a rocking so a rocking it chair and also i have gonna have a lot of videos to edit i'm gonna go there with a bunch of raw footage i'm gonna be doing a vlog i gotta do a commercial for some security system so i have i have things to do you know sitting in the hotel room and the, the monday i get there i have to meet all the contestants via skype or via zoom so I'm going to have like oh, really? this 10 people. I'm going to have a Zoom meeting with each one of them for 30 minutes each. So that's going to kill a lot of time.
1: Do you have uh, daily COVID tests or what?
0: I got one the other day. I had to spit in the cup and send it back. And I got my test yesterday. It says that I have an unknown brother somewhere in the country. I'm yeah. Joking.
2: Yeah. No,
0: they they tell me I don't have COVID at the moment. And uh, Yeah, say,
1: but you got to probably do it when you get there too, right?
0: I'm going to have to do it every couple of days.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think so, and like,
0: they're going to. And the other thing too is, like, I'd like to go chill with people that I know in California. I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to. I might have to just stay in in a bubble. Yes. I really don't know what's yeah. gonna, what to That's expect.
1: True. Well, That's are they paying good. you well enough to do that?
0: It's you know, it's good enough. It's good. I mean, all in, you don't make a tremendous amount of money. I'll probably make about forty grand for the month. I mean, mm. it's it's nothing to sneeze at, but you know, I could make a lot more than that in my own shop if I didn't have to go anywhere, but it's really for the resume, the prestige of it all, you know, Oh, sure.
1: of it. This it's is a fancy. second season or what?
0: Yeah. You know, this is, I'm, I jokingly call like with, like amongst my family and close friends. I say, this is me working towards my GM Chevy commercial, you know, to, yeah. to, to do this like pop culture, you know, put in my time and, you know, mainstream culture. Yeah. That's right, the yeah. only way I'll be able to get my Chevy commercial and my free Chevy truck.
3: <laughs> it's all.
0: The, it's all
3: everything. All of by the, the time I get my
0: free Chevy truck, it's gonna look like a Nissan. The way the styling is going. <laughs>
3: I think the they look
2: right.
0: good. Uh... <laughs> it's like mad at Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, what? I'm actually. Uh, I don't know if it was you guys. I was talking to somebody. I'm thinking. I'm already looking on Facebook Market for like a 1980, 88, 89. Square body with low miles. i are gonna drive home. I'm driving home. Oh, huh? from California. Yeah, you know, but like a beautiful California truck. Like there, yeah. you know, you could buy a truck from some high school kid that's, you know, for five grand. That's a beautiful, like for here, it would be like a $12,000 truck, you know, $15,000 sure, sure. truck, just because not, sure. everything in the Northeast is destroyed with salt and shit. Yeah. Been taken apart and put back together 400 fucking times. Yeah. I understand. Yeah in california it's like oh it was my grandpa's you know and it's like in perfect shape it's like I don't give me five grand
1: (laughs) that's how all californians are they're so generous
0: (laughs) but i'm saying there's a beautiful like i just did a quick search there's a for 12 grand there's like a perfect chevy you know like c10 full bed you know single cab beautiful like square body like 85 86 red with like a white panel gorgeous for like 12 grand with like, you know, 60,000 miles on it. Yeah, you, you need more cars. Yeah, I do.
3: You got to do, do it until you have
1: the cars are your fun. hole filled. Cars
3: and trucks.
0: My hole filled. <laughs> My hole is never going to be filled.
1: <laughs> and especially
0: if I buy an acorn table, it's going to have like, what, like 70, 80, 90 holes on it to fill? That's
3: true. There's so many more holes you're buying. <laughs> you're basically bought, you're paying for the air in between
1: the steel. Jimmy. If you buy an acorn table, you're gonna want more. You're gonna want like ten more. No.
0: I won't when I build my building on the racetrack site, not on the racetrack per se, but on the site where the racetrack is, then I'll get my
1: acorn table. So that's a goal. So save me one. Put a pin in. That's such a weird you and your January vice installation and your (laughs) my when I I build my building in twenty five years.
0: I got too much shit. I get too much shit. I can't, you know, like I would love an acorn table. If I found one in in Greene County, I would certainly be like, all right, bring it over. But to ship one and, you know, it's. It costs 300 bucks to ship it to your place. Oh, dude, why are you making this hard for me? And
3: Okay, so the other reason for January, (laughs) let me just clarify, uh, is that. having another baby. No, no, no. Uh, Oh, Lord. uh, Right now. No, just right now on YouTube until the end of the year, I basically paid like twice as much uh, than I would be in January due to the ad revenue because of Christmas. So you really want to focus your time, the limited time I have on, you know, releasing actual content that people would enjoy because everybody's there to see it. I got you. In January, like nobody cares. (laughs) So I can take some of my own time in January to shop-based projects and, and
1: upgrades and things like that. So you're saying that a vice is not as interesting as the things you're doing now.
0: But what so wouldn't you need to just is, to use it?
1: Yeah, the
3: vice is to build the whole table is, is less That's going to be a video? Or that's going to just be no. shop stuff? No, that's just me. Yeah, not. Considering I already on Instagram probably talk too much about
0: everything all the time. Uh, Talk about the swing saw that you're mounting under the steps. It looks like you're gonna like <laughs> cut bodies up and hide them under the steps. Like, what's going on there? Uh, it's it's almost done.
3: I just need to do the acid etching on the brass. Uh,
0: now, is the swing saw? I I I, I kind of caught most of your stories, but is it on a base or is it going to be mounted up uh, up on a? Is that why it's under the stairs? Because you have it mounted on the stringer? It's literally that's where it's mounted to the stringer of the steps that go to your loft.
3: Yes. Yes. Right, that's it. So I will need to build a station little, for it. table and fence action, uh, just to hold a piece of wood very quickly and roughly for demonstration
1: purposes. Is it uh, so? You have to, like two buddies come over and they hold the thing and then you pull the salt. They hold. The, <laughs> they put it on, <laughs> the, put it on <laughs> the. I the
3: don't know how to like say. I honestly don't know how to safely use it.
1: Well, I don't think there is a safe way to use a swing. Saw. Because
3: even if I stay on the side that's opposite the blade, it's just open V belts in my face.
1: <laughs>
3: so yeah, either side either side can get you if it did happen to like slap into your face for some reason. Yeah. That is uh, yeah. It's missing hard. You, need need
0: you could you're not you're not gonna with a with a with a swing saw like that, you're not cutting like one by twelves. You're oh, cutting <laughs> like three by sixes and yes, four it's a by 12, four. Well, it's a twelve. It's a twelve-inch blade on it. So that's I'm saying. You're cutting. Yeah. You're cutting like five. Well, like like four by fours is like or like a four by six yes. or something. Yes. So I'll you're
2: not.
0: Yeah. So what you you're really just processing like sticks and not necessarily long board like wide boards. You're not cutting like yes. you know, like my house here. My house was built in the in the seventeen seventeen ninety. This house was built. We have floorboards upstairs that are like. 18 inches wide 22 inches wide like cut from one tree you know like rifts on out of a tree so Look, I wonder
3: like if I move the table up closer to the center of the blade like how much could I cut like how many inches wide of a board could I get with a 12 inch blade? like maybe 10
0: if I got pretty close and it was swinging like I don't even know you could, you could do a 180 cut if all your boards were mounted in a circular pattern, like on a circular table. You could just have the thing swing
3: 180.
0: The best, the best is it turns
3: sideways, just like a radial arm saw t- for ripping.
1: Oh, yes.
3: Yeah, like you're going to rip stuff on a goddamn swing saw. <laughs>
2: That's crazy.
3: Are you, you nuts? Guys, I'm not demonstrating that at all. There's no way. I'm not. Why? Is, is the you're swing
0: restricted? Is the swing does it have its restriction in the casting, or can you do you have to make one like in its mounting? For instance, like can you make it so it only swings four inches? Someone's uh, calling it in.
3: Yes, Are you looking no, at it? I'm
0: just looking at the saw. Yes,
3: there is a. Uh, you can lock it in place from no longer swinging. Right. You can limit how far forward and how far backwards it's supposed to swing, and you can turn it, uh, essentially ninety degrees in either direction. Um, to position some sort of angle or full ripping if you needed to. Uh, And I think that's all. And it raises up and down.
1: Um, So you could, you know, get. Could you you raise it up and down down. while you were cutting? Ooh. Then you could cut a longer board. (laughs) You can. Okay. So then you can cut pretty much whatever you want to cut. You just got to reach over
3: the blade so your stomach doesn't touch it. Make some adjustments.
0: Get back. Oh.
1: It's, it's it ridiculous. really like Johnny
0: Cash's little brother. It's
3: cool. Oh, it's yeah. actually... Back I'm, in the
1: day when safety was not a thing. I yeah. like the size.
3: Like, I know some swing saws are just massive. Uh, this one's still small, but still has all the nice Babbitt and stuff. And it was, like, barely used. So the Babbitt's really nice, and the bearings are very nice.
1: Okay, Eric, while we're talking about you and things that you've accomplished, I yes. really liked the Picture of the blacksmith's multi vice anvil drill that you restored, yes, except for the chandelier chain. (laughs) Can you please tell us why you would go through all of that effort and then use a chandelier electrical (laughs) chain?
0: I saw that, I was wondering what the hell was going
3: on. I want, yeah, I got so many comments about that, that chain. Yes, I probably should have uh, purchased like a a much smaller brass chain.
2: You uh, could have used had... a
3: dog's choke collar or something, <laughs> but I just had like a box of the uh, bronze solid bronze chain lying around, and I, I gotta use it at some point. so oh, that's yeah. why it was applied. Luckily, it's like no, 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 two no. seconds to to replace that if needed.
1: What are you going to do with that Vice? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd like to have it. You want it? <laughs> yeah, it's cool, I'll, dude. I'll I have a bunch to. of those. I don't have any that are restored. Just don't send it with the freaking lampshade chain on. I'll are just you mad? Them, uh, what them. about? Are you going to be mad about the aluminum jaws? I'm going to take those off. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'll
3: take them off for you before shipping. Yeah. And then you can do it.
1: But yeah, like when I you were restoring it, it, the chain that was on there, why didn't you just put that back? Uh, there there was, it was, like, gone. It was toast. Oh, it uh, wasn't. Yeah, I could have
3: easily just purchased, like, a smarter person would have just purchased the correct chain.
1: Have you tried to but, drill anything with it?
3: Yeah, at the end of the video, I drilled, uh... Oh, so you have to I watch the video. I drilled some over. wood. Yes, you have I actually watch the video. Okay. Uh, I drilled through wood, and that was fine, but I feel like it would do better with uh, steel, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. you need to you need to close the vice yep. to advance to. advance the drill, but also while you're turning the vice, you need to turn the drill bit on a separate handle at the same time. Right. You know I what that it. is?
0: That's that's like that's somebody who had an impulsive invention and then went straight to making it before they Googled it. They yes, in Google that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like people call me all the time, they're like Yo, dude, you know, I came up with the best idea. And then they tell me, and I'm just like, like, before they're even done saying it, I'm like, it's on Amazon. I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) It's on Amazon. Are you serious? The vice vice drill anvil. No, what I'm saying, like, or like, that is, I can just, you know, like, people don't do the math. They're like, you know what would be awesome? Like, when you close, like, closing a vice is like the same thing as like closing a a quill on a drill press. Uh, It's like the same thing. Well, okay. That's great. Make it as an art piece, but to make it yeah. for production is just ridiculous. Yeah, it makes sense. I
3: I don't even fully understand the drilling part in the sense that like I kind of all of a sudden I want the vice to be bolted vertically to the wall to use it properly because I have yeah. to hold the piece of steel up while I'm drilling sideways. It's very odd. I think those were uh, used in a more portable they're just like fashion. someone out a farm. Yeah, like Andrew
0: like, I want to ask a question. Do you do you have an anvil collection of like really hokey crappy anvils? Like you collect obviously the top you know most collectible anvils in 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 existence but do you also collect ones for fun?
1: Uh yes. I like like the, something that I love is anvils that have been broken and repaired. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that's cool.
1: Because everyone's repaired like but I'm talking about like the thing cracked half in two. You right. know? Yeah. And then somebody has come up with this it's really like what the, what the yeah, erotic it's... way to, to bolt it back together. Yeah, I have a few of those. I always look for that stuff. The problem is, you know, more and more these days, kind of makes me sick to my stomach to say this, but people, like, if I show interest in buying something that they have, it's like all of a sudden it's, more money way more yeah it's like ridiculous right. like come on people give me a break your your broken anvil is actually really not worth two thousand dollars okay <laughs> yeah you know well, now you need so, to hire
0: you need to hire like a team of guys that go out and like facebook buy for you you
1: know i should yeah because it's need- i've been running into this more and more it's it's kind of like make right, an alternate an alias yeah i should do that i should do that my name is jose cuervo <laughs> yeah I just, uh, when I was in culinary school, you had to wait on wait tables. You know, that was part of the thing you would cook. You would either be in the kitchen or you would be in the waiting. There was five different restaurants. Right. And I was so adamantly against having to wait tables that I came up with an alternate personality, which was uh, Juan Pablo Escobar. <laughs> and so I you would, inter- yes, I would introduce myself as Juan Pablo Escobar at each <laughs> table. And, like, no one ever said anything, like.
3: I'm Adolf like, Hitler, your waiter Yeah, today. like,
1: no one said anything. They were just, like, so in, excited. I'm like, wait, Escobar is waiting on, you're going to eat the food that Escobar is bringing you? Like, I mean, what the hell? People. Here's cocaine.
0: So yeah. now everybody who listens know that if Juan Pablo Escobar calls you about your broken anvil, <laughs> still give it to Blacksmith Tools Tax. It's, it's yeah. Andrew. It's always (laughs) it. It's always Andrew.
3: I don't don't know why this reminded me, maybe vaguely about the anvil question, but I remember looking this up a few years ago and now I've forgotten. Maybe you know the answer. I still don't really understand how you harden cast iron.
2: Mm.
3: Okay, because what connected that with that segue was that the anvil vice drill thing that I restored... The original advertisement for it described that the anvil portion was cast iron that was then hardened on the surface, like flame-hardened like you would uh, the ways of a a lathe or something.
0: Or the tip of a wrench, the tip Uh, of a screwdriver.
3: Yeah, well, that's – yeah, but that's not cast iron. Right. Uh, So I I don't don't understand how something – a steel that has such high carbon – that it's it's basically brittle, weird steel. How do you flame harden that? And because I would assume <clears throat> you eating up cast iron, and then dunking it to harden, would crack things. Like I don't fully understand how it's done. Does right. anybody know? I
1: don't I need know. Off the to top know. Of my head, now.
3: I don't remember. I don't really get it. It seems like a magical mystery of sorcery.
2: Um, yeah, like maybe you
3: dunk, you, you keep most of it in water and you just heat up with flames at the top of it and then yeah, you I dunk it know. quick. Like,
1: I, I, I don't get it. I'll I don't have, I'm going to look into that for you. Yes,
3: yeah, so <laughs> I'll look into two, that too because I would love to, on a fun little micro level, maybe replicate that if possible, although I don't know the process at all. It would have been cool to do that on that cast anvil to bring it kind of back to that original advertisement description uh, right. just for fun, even though it's still like, if you hit it with a hammer, I'm going to smash right through it. Right. Uh, it's would be interesting to just do. And I do have that case hardening powder and that does yeah. work. Really? It totally works on cast iron, but that's like a chemical treatment.
2: Sure, uh, sure. And you're
3: still thermocycling, Like you're supposed to dunk that. Uh, after the steel gets red hot, you put it and cover the powder, and then you get it red hot again, and you dunk that in water. Uh, that would, like, murder the cast iron into pieces. I love so it. I don't really know. So I guess nobody knows here. Not right so now, no. Knows. Knows.
0: So, so a, let me ask you, that brings up a, that I want a continuation on my question. Andrew, for instance, would you want an anvil ever, would you ever want an anvil from say, Harbor Freight? Just to put in your collection, just as like to, like Smithsonian. I think he's, I think he's signing off. <laughs> like, would you ever want it just to have as like a complete collection of all the anvils ever made? Or you'd be like, no, screw that. This isn't the Smithsonian. This isn't a record of American history. He's not real. You so deeply offended him. He doesn't he's
3: speechless.
1: Are you serious, Jimmy?
0: <laughs> I am. I'm dead serious. Because like when I find like at when I when I find at the flea market like a, a really hokey wrench invention or like a you know a, a vice that has a drill press on it for no apparent reason. That's what that's what led to this question.
2: Do okay, let me just paint novel. a scenario
1: for you. Let me paint a scenario for you. Yeah. The year's twenty seventy five. Yeah. Eric and I's grandkids' grandkids are sitting around a fire. Fifty five years from now. Okay, it's it's 2175.
0: I'm, I'm yeah, we're all dead. 155 years from now.
1: <laughs> okay. And also, there are a few of your offsprings, farm animal offsprings. It's the same, around That's the right. same.
3: Yes. Rat, Deresta, Chicken Jimmy.
1: My son says to Chicken Deresta and Eric's kid, Floffle, his name Floffle. And my dad was so smart because he bought, to complete his animal collection, a harbor freight anvil. I can't believe we have that in our collection. I'm so fired up about it. It is such a great anvil. I mean, aren't you so proud of dad like in your dad the, the who,
0: foresight. I think yeah. it was his friend Jimmy on that podcast that they used to do who reminded yeah. him he should start collecting
1: novelty anvils. It's so rare. What 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 category of novelty would that be exactly? Shitty Okay, it's well, I don't weird. like shitty anvils, so I guess the answer to that is... Are you sure? Are you sure, though? Yeah, I don't like shitty ambles. Well. Mind I you, that, I don't... My, I, I love broken ones. Listen, Harbor Freight Anvil, okay. have you ever had one, seen one, been around
0: one? I had one, yeah. One? I gave it to my friend. I had one. I got I got one, like, in a, like, a little package buyout from someone's shop. And, you know, it was like the bright blue one that, you know, looks like it's made out of clay. Like a big kind of... There's no sex appeal to it at all. Yeah,
1: I mean... Th- they, they,
0: yeah, I mean, looks I, like okay. it, it looks like it's made I out of like styrofoam that you'd pack a stereo in, but instead it's
1: cast iron with you know blue paint on it. Yeah, it's they're they're great for starting out for yeah the uh, beginner. Okay, let me along this
3: exact line of questioning, Have you heard of Kanka anvils? K A N C A,
1: the Australian ones?
3: No, they're Kanka.
1: I've seen they black.
3: K A N C A. They're black. They're made in Turkey.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Turkey. Yeah, I've seen them. I've what are your thoughts good.
3: on those?
1: I haven't seen one in per- person and used it, but I've heard that they're good. Because the old Princess
3: Auto here now stocks them. Oh really? Uh, they made some fit. sort of. They made some sort of deal, but they're expensive. They're the hundred and ten sure. pound drop forged anvil, is a thousand bucks.
1: Uh. 110, yeah, that's that's pricey for a new one.
3: Yes, like that's ten bucks. That's eleven bucks.
1: Yeah, I think they also no, make a leg vice, parts. don't they? That same uh,
3: yes, I think they do. And these Lube? just popped up. This just popped up like in the last few months. And I, I'm not tempted to buy it, but I'm tempted to go check one out and like bounce steel balls on it and stuff.
1: In the store, uh, they'll be so happy with you if you do that.
3: Yeah, just start ringing anvils. Yeah. Just like a, a crazy person, I'd be interested uh,
1: to see how they sell. Like I I'm sure too. you have a good enough for a relationship with the store manager where you can get some of those sales reports from.
3: They them. have they have like uh, worse. I'll send you the links, but ones that are like maybe sixty pounds and they're three hundred, four hundred bucks. I'm not really sure how those are, but these newer kanka ones that are available oh they got 165 pound for, for 1500 bucks
1: oh lord sign me up
0: yeah that's uh, fairly expensive brett got a really nice rigid a couple years ago it was gifted to him by the guys at lincoln when he did the demonstration at uh, one of the meetups This really really nice anvil i think it was by rigid you guys know which yeah. one i'm talking about
1: oh absolutely whoa what is yeah, this
0: yeah. that's a really nice really nice looking anvil
1: Princess auto link. Uh, send that again. It went disappeared. What are you talking about? It's in the chat. <laughs> press the chat button. Disappeared. It disappeared. What? Well, it went blue in the link. Sh- oh, it disappeared again. Fuck
3: just, you. Just press the chat, you crazy sucker.
1: Oh, chat. Okay, chat. Let's see. Oh, I see. Oh, yes, I see. I mean, this just looks like a a Guido-ish type anvil. I don't know. That <laughs> foot looks you like
0: it'll break off instantly, right? That's yeah the scary. base
3: doesn't but um they got some they got some nice like the vice the anvil vice that they make is actually kind of cool. I'll send you the link to that and maybe I'll share it on Instagram. But uh, I
1: think they sell these at Centaur Forge also.
3: Yes they do.
1: Yeah, I think,
3: yeah uh look I've at that, that anvil vice it's kind of neat actually.
1: Yeah I do like that. You can give uh, me
3: one of those. I'm kind of interested in getting one of those, although they're $500 for the five-inch vice. I don't know how much. Does it say how much it weighs? I wonder it how weighs much it weighs. whatever it
1: weighs. Why are you all so frugal with your money?
3: Well, I, because I don't need things. So this is induction-hardened it's drop-forged iron vice. <laughs> no, it's more like my limited my limited space. Okay, if so I ever had more deal. space, I'd immediately
2: have more you things. Grow. Oh my god. I'm, so immediately.
1: I have a question. Has this chat column always been here? Yes. yes. It's part of So the, do you guys have conversations while we're on this on chat? All the time. We're talking about you secretly. The entire that's time so I'm like,
3: cool.
0: Don't tell Andrew about the chat bar.
1: Yeah That is so awesome. I I learn something every day.
0: Can it's, we talk? Can we talk about the Fairbanks power hammer? And the fact that you might be having Jason Fireball tools make up some of your parts. Yes, sure. Uh, you talked about it. So and uh, and then uh, Will and, and Alec are also working on their version over there in Montana. Yeah,
3: which was it was fantastic.
0: Which is awesome. Is nice. it the same exact model as yours, or is it a little? No. Different? Okay, this
3: is where I got to ask Andrew. And Andrew and I were going back and forth because I kept questioning his knowledge, uh, only because no, like nobody knows. Right. Uh, so. Andrew, his says like United Hammer Company or something? Yeah. Is that what Fairbank, what is that relation to Fairbank?
1: Hold on. I'm going to get something. I'll read it to you. Yes. Okay. So 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 anyways,
3: mine says Fairbank's on it. Mine does too. His says United on it. His has a bronze gib for the Ram. See, mine doesn't. Mine does not as well. So United I'm assuming
1: was after Fairbanks, if I remember. Yes,
3: it would have to. I'm assuming it's a later model. that designed.
0: that gib, that bronze gib, seems like a, a solution to a problem that came up in the earlier hammers because mine doesn't have it.
3: Yeah, mine doesn't at all, and I don't even know, like, if it's worn out. I'm going to have to machine off something and then shim and hope it's fine because it, I don't know. I have no idea how loose it is. because if you my wasn't
0: attached the Alec video where he talks about how worn out all the the armholes were. That's exactly what was wrong with mine, and I bushed all of them.
2: Yes. Okay, so that's so a huge you're, learning,
0: you're, uh, learning episode in, of my life. In
1: 1917, the Fairbanks Hammer Company business was sold to the United Hammer Company of Boston. There we go. It
2: all a, makes a, sense. A, a,
1: a, okay, at that time, it was said that more than 1,400 of these hammers were in service. An adjustable tapered bronze gib. And redesigned faceplate were offered on new hammers and were also available for retrofit for earlier machines. That's it. The United Hammer Company further enhanced the hammer by offering a protective guard of wire mesh to enclose the moving parts. Mm
2: -hmm. It also
1: had a 400 and 500-pound model to the line.
3: Wow. Interesting. Okay, so when did Fairbanks start?
1: 1890-something? Uh, Fairbanks was 1892. My hammer says right
0: on it. I think made in 1900. It says it right on it.
3: Oh, really? When when was the DuPont patent, though? Wasn't that 1899?
1: 1891 was DuPont, and then from there, Uh. 1902, Fairbanks acquired the DuPont. Okay. So
0: mine must say 19, I'm trying to remember, this is 1910 or 1900, I can't remember. Yeah, name. so
3: that's what dates, that dates. Okay, so, um, yes, talking to Jason and me having those original spec sheets uh, make producing the arms uh, much easier.
0: Is he going to cut them straight out of a giant chunk of cheese or is he going to make them to be able to bend?
3: Yeah, we haven't decided yet whether we, the the two ideas are basically, we get a giant chunk and we don't even have to bend it, like it's just the giant chunk. It's going to be unbelievable. Or we cut smaller, like one inch or two inch plate thick and And weld those together. uh, And that's it. And there's no bending. Right. Or we just go straight to one inch plate, which is how thick these are, cut it in the rough shape and then bend it to final shape. Uh, He wants I think he really wants to bend it with the massive vise that he just built. He wants to basically put it in there, heat it up and hammer the hell hell out of it (coughs) until it's, it's bent into shape. So that might be a fun way to go, too. I know Will and Alec are forging it uh, completely to shape on both the linkage and toggle arms, um, and they they look good. They look beefy and, and nice. Uh, they're it'd just using mild steel, steel
1: though. Huge, huge. Say again, Andrew? Who? Andrew Bill? Oh no, though, I'm saying it'd be hard for him not to look beefy because it's a, it's a huge chunk chunk of steel. Huge. Yes, exactly. Exactly so
3: um, they're almost done that, but it was it was so nice to send them like the specs because they're trying to figure stuff out based on worn out uh, parts like you would never really know what it was supposed to be. All the parts were like fabricated and not original like you just have no idea what it's totally. supposed to be. Totally. Uh, oh, so luckily I have that information. so it will be done. It will Crazy. be very. Exciting. He needs to make, because Will is starting his own shop, uh, right? And he needs the dies because he wants to make knives. So he needs dies, and I need dies. So we might do something there. Um, they found like a big, like a six-inch round bar that's like twelve inches long or something to send to Jason to cut the die right out of that one piece. Uh, But there's enough there that I could maybe have my own set as well. So uh, that could be very exciting. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, Otherwise that's going to be expensive, especially like the heat treating of the 4140 giant
1: die. Like, I don't have a forge to heat that up. I've got some... uh... 4130, 4135 or forty three thirty five? Forty three forty. Forty three forty. No, it's it's uh I sent some to Kevin Willie and He made dies out of it. Is that
3: like that big chunk you sent to A bomb?
1: Yeah. I've got some yeah. more of that. You're welcome Ooh. to have that if
3: you want. Yeah. Yes, I may actually look into that further then. Because I need a giant chunk of steel to make bottom and top dies, because my top die is like just a triangle. Right. I don't know what the, what's that's for. Plowshare,
1: plowshare. Yeah,
3: something like drawing something out super thin. And my bottom die yeah. is a, some flame cut nightmare. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I need to set uh, it. So when you guys I don't even that know out. what
3: steel it is, I think it's just mild steel. Like I, I have no idea what any of this stuff is. It's really
1: odd. Oh man! Oh man!
3: Yeah. So I'm gonna make it look uh, very nice. Also, the the bottom die, or no, the Yes, the sow block I think is correct, but the bottom die uh, the dovetail is like two inches, but it it has enough room for four or five inches is supposed to be the actual dovetail. So the key for that one was three inches wide.
1: Jesus Lord, that is not Which is
3: completely obviously not original. So yes. All that stuff needs to be done. It's still gonna happen. It's obviously gonna be like next year. But maybe next
2: year, January January, actually. Yeah, yeah.
3: next year's the the year that I actually finish it, put the motor up. uh, How would you power it? Would you power it the way that uh, that I've done, just up above? I think that's probably fine. Um, Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the back motor assembly, uh, which is fine because it it takes up more space that way. But I have a ten horsepower, massive motor, so. Uh, I'll try to make that work. Maybe I can find a smaller one because this thing's like the size of one of those, uh, like a stroller. I um, like it. I like it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's re- it's ridiculous. Stroller for size. I oh, yeah. have. You guys know my shop is in an old factory that used to make speakers, and the the wood uh, the wood shop had an extraction system for sawdust. And sitting there, the whole thing is rotted, completely destroyed. It hasn't been used in 30 years, but sitting mounted right on it is a Lincoln Electric 14 horsepower motor with a one and a half inch shaft. Jesus Lord, three phase motor, yeah. So that I think I'm gonna put on a, a bandsaw. So oh, I serious.
2: Jeez. no, I don't know. I don't
0: know what I'm gonna use it for, but I'm definitely gonna steal it. My landlord has no idea it's there. Make a go kart. I offered it up to uh, uh, my buddy Nick wants to make a – I know, right? My buddy Nick wants to make a uh, – uh, he was wanted to make, like, the April Wilkerson Macromona bandsaw, so I told him he could use it if he was going to build it. Oh, yeah, glass, yeah, so. yeah, That would so be good th- for That him. was a possibility. That was a possibility. But yes. There aren't too many applications, like home shop applications for 15 horsepower. Andrew, could you tell us a little bit about that? Tremendous lathe you had where the bed slides, and
1: where is it? Did you sell it? Do you still have it? I'm keeping that. That's a Putnam Machine Works lathe, and it uh, it's a gap bed lathe that'll swing 48 inches. I never saw a gap bed lathe that that is automated like that. Usually it's just take the chunk out. Yeah. Right. Right. The, the whole bed slides on this one. Super yeah, cool. That's cool. It's awesome. been so retrofitted with.
3: Like, Scrape like two different sets of ways. Yeah.
1: That's 100%. Crazy. Well, actually, the bottom set, so the the bottom set, I think, is actually flat, and it and it and uh, there's five bolts across the back of the bed that you, when you tighten them, the bed won't move. So I think right. it must compress that part a little bit. Right. Uh,
0: plus, it, like, it, the wear and tear in that probably is like minimal, because how many times are you going right. to open and close? Yeah, it?
3: I bet. But just to set it up, that's crazy. It's very cool. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, I love it. Super neat. I, I had this one guy that's trying to talk me out of it, but I've I've been able to tell him no.
0: And and what year is it? Because it looks like it's ancient.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's late 1800s. You know, it, it, does,
0: does it, is are the dials calibrated? Are there are there uh, witness marks on the on the dials? Because that usually tells you when before people cared about how many thousands of inches they were taken off. They just never had that on there.
1: Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, it's super old, and and the other thing that's awesome about it, it's it's it runs very true, it's not off at all, yes. Yeah. So, true. yeah, so it's it's worth keeping. For Putnam sure. made
3: metal planers as well, right?
1: They did, and Putnam made all kinds of stuff, yeah. You know, that know, really, know really huge grinding guys. wheel I have that, uh, the, yes, the, the huge one that's also a the big one. How yeah. wide is that like eight feet? It's like eight six inches feet? wide, but it's like six feet tall, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. Super.
3: Okay. Yes. Boys. I have
1: uh, just been a lot fun of fun today. I have to go now. Oh, you have to go.
0: <laughs> Can I ask you a question before you go? I want to ask your guys, both of yeah. you guys advice. I can't find anywhere on my new giant fly press, the, the, the so-called the uh, uh, weight power range. What do you guys, what's your expert guess on how many tons that thing is uh, as far as pressing power based
1: on what yeah. you've seen? It's hard to say because of it being an H frame like that, right? Does that, does that make it higher? higher? I, it I just need to just know that it's a high number. That's all. Just tell me. I know. Well, why don't I, you? I think why don't you measure the, Why
0: don't you measure the screw
3: and and the pitch and everything and determine the force that the max force on that thread?
0: Excuse me, Mr. PhD. I didn't think that.
3: <laughs> not that <laughs> that's what the limit is, but at least not that that's what like the machine's capable of. but At least you have
0: like an upper limit on that thread force and then the, the i got to weigh the balls and the pitch from the the distance from the center of the team who's got time uh, for the shit? i, I would say it's probably a 10 like
1: oh, i would say it's like a 10 ton yeah i'm gonna I, say 20 based off 000. the size no it's too small for that it's too small yeah, but, yeah i'm just i'm just throwing it out there don't it. Yeah,
2: okay.
1: can't catch right.
2: it right. it's amazing
1: regardless it's really cool it's an incredible or, machine And
3: do I Go buy a, a a load cell off Amazon, like a fifty-ton load cell, and then just hook it up to your phone and like crush and see how much force it's crushing.
0: Load cell. Yeah. Do tell. What is that?
3: That's like a, like you know the thing. Okay, you saw Jason with the vice clamping force test. Yeah. That that right. what he puts in the vice.
0: Okay, I never realized what that was. Yeah, I yeah. So I just want to give a shout out to uh, Yellow Mug, my buddy Stu in Chicago. He went to an auction and he sent me that link because he knows I've always wanted one. And he said, "Hey, this is up for auction." And I went and it had like a ten dollar bid on it. I was like, "You know what? It's who's I, I got the time? I don't have the time. You know, I got so much things to go." on. And anyway, he went to go pick up what he bought a couple of days later because he lives where the auction was. And he said, "This is still sitting here, and they're going to scrap it." And he said, "Oh hey, give
2: my it to you. god." He oh, said perfect. they would
0: give it to me for a hundred bucks. Do you want it? And Stu's got a lot of experience shipping uh kitchen yeah, equipment around the country. So he said, he goes, I'll, I'll get the guys to the riggers to quote, wrapping it and packing it. And, you know, we'll get a quote. And, uh, you know, so it was still all came in under so oh a thousand bucks. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Scored on that. Scored yeah, son. That's and good wouldn't
0: have, get. I wouldn't have done it. You know, like these, these bid spotters and all these things, it dri- I'm gonna rant for a second. It drives me fucking insane. Everybody's like, "Oh look, you've wanted a forklift," and it's like, "Oh great forklift. It's got a five dollar bid on it. It's a brand new Toyota. Oh, this is fucking awesome." Where is it? You got to scroll through the whole fucking website to find the little fucking tiny things. It says oh location? Uh, fucking back fuck Kansas. Why doesn't it say this auction is in fucking Chicago? I this think there's is in. Why do they want to keep it a fucking secret so they know you're going to get fucked when you decide you want it and then you got to get on an airplane or you got to fucking call 13 people to find the right guy to move it for you? Isn't that important to buying the fucking thing?
1: Okay, listen, before you have a heart attack, before you have a heart attack, Jimmy and your milkshakes in the trash can, Um, I think there's a thing, a drop-down deal where you can pick auction nearest to you by your zip code. Whatever. Yes, but he, he wants Whatever the, he the, says
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever You gotta have a fucking PhD to use Bitspotter I mean, I know Paul Pinto and, and Zepp, they use it constantly And a couple of other guys are always like They're look. also like 18 years old <laughs> I know, but you can say like Look, uh, uh oh look a Print shops going out of business, Jim This is great for you, I'm like, great We're, All I'm looking for, I'm not looking at the Fucking stuff, all I'm looking for Is the location because in my mind, I'm like, oh, if this is a day's drive away, I'll make a thing of it. I'll find something that I really want. I go through the whole thing. I don't even see where the fuck the city's located. I don't even look at the products. I go, fuck it.
3: Yeah, like do you want to fly press say, a state sale on Saturn?
0: Right. It's like that'd be great. Saturn. No, you so, don't. So the long and short of it is bid spotter. I don't fucking know how to
1: use it. I need to sit with somebody to teach me.
2: Yes, I'm pretty I'm sure, sure that uh,
1: BidSpotter has a little drop-down icon where you can pick. Uh, no, I,
0: I'm thoroughly convinced they don't want you to fucking know where it is. They want you to get sucked up and wrapped up in the logistical red tape of like having a fly press sitting in an empty shop that's about to get demolished, and you are going, no.
3: They no. do. They do hide the uh, the auction fees and the percentages. They hide and those the location. For- they hide those pretty well. Okay, I have uh, one last thing before we go. Uh, remember how we wanted to get uh, this
0: old Tony on the podcast?
1: Yes. Yes.
3: So he actually listens to this for some odd reason. Uh, <laughs> I
0: know. We texted the other day. I can't believe it. Uh, it so deep. unbelievable.
3: Yeah. So he's, he's up for it. He's just busy right now. He said maybe uh, before Christmas he could join us. Yes. Which could be very exciting. Yes. So. Andrew, sure. you're gonna have to do your homework. You no, to I'll just, YouTube. I'll
1: just learn about him as we go.
2: Yeah.
3: Do you? So what? Do you even have a YouTube channel?
1: Do you know what YouTube is, right? Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. You saw Tony, but I, I'll find out about him.
0: Yeah. He's, a, he's an excellent, incredible machinist. Everybody knows him except for you, so it's gonna
1: be great yeah. interview. So do you, you all that. know that there is a world outside of YouTube, right? No.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, so but I actually sure. think Definitely. y'all are smart
1: because I think.
0: Full of acorn tables and auctions. Yeah. Well I
1: mean there's there's that but uh, I think that's I think y'all the way y'all utilize YouTube is great. No, it's, it's good smart. it's smart. Now my it's kids smart. like to watch YouTube like the dumbest yeah. shit I've ever seen in my life. Like <laughs> it's so bad. Like these adult people doing like like mock jackass antics. Oh, oh, dude, there's a, there's
0: a crazy <laughs> Russian one. This guy is slowly committing suicide. Zepp sends me this Russian one all the time. <laughs> what? It's like the guy, like, literally stands on a ladder and a guy, like, in a little, like, uh, I don't know, like an, an Audi 5000 drives through the ladder. And the guy just... Falls. Oh, Lord. You know, it's Lord of like it's, it's like it's like jackass interpreted through Russia. And it's like uh, a guy, like... He, he, He's like lays on the top of a of like an Audi 5000. They have all these like junker speed cars and he's laying on the top like he's Superman. And then he drives and there's like a, a barrel with no bottom and he like like does like a little belly bounce and he flies through the barrel and lands back on the roof of the car. Good
2: and the car's boy. going like
0: 90 miles an hour. He's so the timing has to be right. Nothing else going on. And another one, Zepp just sent me like a like a flurry of a bunch of them. And there's one guy, he's one of these Russians, he has, so he has like a, a wrench on top of, uh, you know, the X things that you would remove a car wheel with. It's like a tire iron, but it's the one that's an X. Yeah.
3: It's
1: yeah,
0: the red. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, right? A for, it's the it's X. A four-way. A four-way. The like
0: four-way. He's got the four-way pointed at the floor on his, like pointed at his chest with a wrench across the top. So he's like, like imagine if you, if you took, uh you know, a, a, a piece of pipe pointed straight up at your chest and put another okay. piece of pipe across it, and you're doing push-ups on it. so one you immediate. run the risk of one slipping and puncturing your chest.
1: yeah, well, that's uh, not smart not yeah. smart at all
0: like that like just seeing the guy doing push-ups on that gave Sounds me like, like it gave me like that feeling when you're you know when you're uh, when your rinky dink sucks up into your body
1: when you're looking over a roof something <laughs> yeah, I can't do that man. I, I can't watch those videos where people get hurt, like the fail videos and all that. Like, it just gives me the, such the heebie-jeebies. I just can't. I don't like watching people on their skateboards skid across the concrete because I know what that road rash feels like. Oh, I don't, man. you know, I don't like oh, watching Lord. a kid flip over backwards on their swing set and land on their back and, you know, or. Oh, my God.
0: You know, it's funny. You guys both have boys and and it makes me nervous because I know the dumb shit I did without YouTube, you know. <laughs> shooting like right guard cans inside of fires and waiting for the big fireball. Uh, yeah. My dad, we did a clean out. I think I talked about this on this podcast. We did a garage clean out and my dad goes, oh, look, they have a uh, they have a crossbow. They didn't want it. So we took a like a, like a legit crossbow you would kill a deer with Because <laughs> the guy owned a sporting goods store. So like as a kid laying around, we had a crossbow and my sure. brother knew somebody who knew somebody at a sporting goods store and got us the string. So we oh, surreptitiously, secretly put the string on. We put it like in a jack, we like compressed the thing so we can get the, the crossbow string on it. And we were like shooting arrows through basketballs in the backyard of my house. So all this like jackass style shit that I did as a kid without any inspiration from the internet, like you guys have young boys. Like when your boys are like thirteen and fourteen and fifteen, you better send them outside with armor on because
1: no doubt. No the doubt ideas. They'll just eat Tide Pods. Mice, <laughs> mice, That's s- what I'm my mice, my my eight-year-old asked if he could repel from the second story inside of our house to the first story by tying a string around his belt loop because he saw this on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, you could, son. This no, is right. not." This now you got to make sure
0: that like theater fly cable is the only thing laying around your house from now right. on, right? Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Until right? he goes to college, like, if yeah. he accidentally decides to try it, he's got to make sure he's got like theater cable, oh, yeah,
1: and not string. Crazy, no. crazy! All right, boys, it's been real. It's been fun. I gotta go work again because I got people waiting on me. Same oh, with me. Okay. I gotta go work. All right, guys,
0: it's fun. Uh, I'll try and get this, this up. Is this episode twenty eight? I don't even know. I lost count. I just called it twenty eight. Uh, yeah,
3: the uh, bank anchor knows. I don't know.
0: All right, the anchor knows everything. He yes, who hesitates, is nothing is not on
3: anyone's horizon today.
0: What's hot? I'm going to California, so hot on we my horizon No, it's a low-mile Chevy. Low-mile. There Chevy. you that's,
1: go. That's what you want. Huh? No rust. Our hot on the horizon is going to be a surprise for everybody.
3: Mine is mine is a hand plane that I sent to your house, Jimmy, because what? they wouldn't sh- they wouldn't ship it to Canada. No way. Because Canada is not a real country.
0: So where'd you uh, buy it from?
3: eBay. Oh,
0: in, within America, so I'll ship it to you.
3: Yes, no rush. I will pay you for all that, obviously.
0: Uh-oh. Andrew's got some hot on the horizon. Are those all for acorn tables? He's going
3: to buy something.
0: It's oh, drugs. That's just that's just a regular cheddar. It's just drugs. He's got a horse gagger he's waving off on us. <laughs>
1: I'm going by him, baby. What's up? You better. All right, guys. Keep all it right. real! All right, I love okay. you guys. I'll see you all Be later. Careful. Bye, guys. Bye. I love you Bye. Bye. Bye.